tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley is on the air. Quiet on the set. We're all sound. Action. You can be part of the show by calling 392-TALK. That's 392-8255. Or hit the guys up on social media by tweeting to at Jeff Cardoza UF and at Pat underscore Dooley. The grill is hot and the beverages are ice cold. It's time to tailgate. Here's Jeff and Pat. Is it Friday already? Golly, this week's blown by. Maybe that's what happens when everybody's in a good mood. I got my car fixed. Gators won in basketball. Super Bowls this weekend? Super Bowl? No, it didn't. <laughs> the Super Dud Bowl is this weekend. Pro Bowl? Yeah, I cannot imagine you watching any of it. No. Zero chance. There's no point. Gator Ball Beast the only reason tomorrow you would, night? The only reason you would watch is because I think they may be playing cornhole. So you may watch that. I thought they were having like a long drive competition or they something are, too, think, yeah. right? They're having all kinds of stuff. So it'd be sort of fun. It's just a play day. It's but I think the crappy part is that you have guys like Tyler Huntley that are there because nobody else wanted to to be there or go. Or, but I don't know. Like, well, what would if you, you do were at, like, if I that means if I was never, I, I guess they get spoiled because okay, it's my seventh Pro Bowl. I'm not going anymore. But if I got yeah. in, elected to go to an All Star game as a player, how do you not do that? It's like how do you just say no in the NFL because it's at the end of the season, and in a lot of cases guys are banged up and they they go yeah. oh, I'm going to play in a game that doesn't matter I mean it's not even a real game no and back when it was in where Hawaii? is it now Las Vegas okay yeah you can go to Vegas anytime you want these guys making them money they can go to Vegas whenever sure. they want so it's no big deal when it was in Hawaii maybe that was a, a lure to get them over there uh, but you know for example Josh Allen what did he do he had a choice. You can play at Pebble Beach in the Pro-Am or you can play in the Pro Bowl. There's not a regular thinking human being that would not pick Pebble Beach versus going to not really playing in, the, in a game, you know, that doesn't matter anyway. Yeah, he did the right thing. I promise you that. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Yeah. So we, we all need to go play Pebble Beach this week. We should be allowed to. It, what about this? What, what is it like? Four fifty? If they make you watch the, if you watch the whole Pro Bowl, you get to play Pebble Beach. That could be a incentive. A lot of people would do that. I would do it. I'd watch. I wouldn't even watch the Florida game. I go. I'm just watching the Pro Bowl today. Yeah, get a chance to do that. Speaking of golf, we didn't talk about it because there's been a lot of other stuff going on. But shout out to J.C. Deacon yep. and the uh, the men's team. They won over in Ponte Vedra this past weekend. He loves tore it team. up. I'll tell you, I I was texting with him that night. And uh, he thinks they got a chance to be elite. Now, it's not easy. You know how hard it is. We talked about this the other day, mm-hmm. um, how fickle the game is. I'm a good example of that. But um, the game will drive you nuts. But that, I mean, I remember doing a column on Buddy Alexander back in the old days. And we were talking about how, you know, you prepare, you do everything. You, psychologically, you think you got them ready. And then they go out there and a guy hits one sideways and, Kind of loses his confidence. The next thing you know, you're you know you're in eighth place. You know mm-hmm. it's just the way it is. Golf's a hard sport to be great at as a team because you've got to have five guys 
every day. And they're all on at the same time. That are on, yeah. Whereas, like, for example, gymnastics, which we have tonight. Um, again, what do they got? Arkansas tonight at home? Yeah. Which will, I'm sure will be a huge crowd over there because it's Florida. That's It's not because of Arkansas. It's because of Florida. Um, yeah, you do have to have five on, and, and but, you know, I don't know. It's it, golf is such a fickle game in terms of whether a puck goes in the hole or not, or you know the difference between a ten footer that breaks two inches to the right and then just spins out, and maybe it spins out to six feet, and now all of a sudden you make double when you thought you were going to make. It's just a it's a hard game to play, hard game to master, and you can't master. And you have to be good every time. It's unlike any other sport where you don't really have to do that. No. Like you, you can go one for four with a homer and win the game in baseball. You can, you can give up four runs and win the game in baseball. You can shoot three for. You can throw two picks and win the game of football. Yeah. So that's yeah that's you it's throw the only two game picks you, in golf. You're out. Yeah. You, you you hit two in the bunker, and then you got two double bogeys. You got no shot. You hit it on that 18th uh, in, uh, at Pebble Beach. Yeah, I so. think that that's what's fascinating about the sport of golf, for sure. I'm not talking to you, Siri. Leave me alone. Golly, you have a relationship with that thing. Yeah, she just—I mean, she just spits out stuff when she's not supposed to. She's basically to. saying, "Jeff, quit talking about golf." Yes, time to uh, time to move on. Well, we can talk about something that became, I guess, a little bit of news today. Although it was something that we knew was not going to happen. Oklahoma and Texas not coming really anytime soon. Still trying to get there for twenty-four, but still slated to be there in twenty-five. You got to buy out what Fox is supposed to get in 24. And if I'm Fox, I'm not giving an inch. No way. Yeah. No need to. And that's why we all assume, hey, look, they don't want to be in the league. The league doesn't want them in there. It'll work out. It'll happen in 2024. In fact, I heard Dennis Dodd, I think, on Steve's show, I want to say Wednesday or Thursday, say he's still expected both of them to be in the SEC in 2024. And then the news came out today, and they go, can't work it out. Mm-hmm. I'm sure he, uh, Fox is saying, hey, here's the deal. You give us $25 million and we'll let you have. And that's the only way you would be willing to do that because the bottom line is if if the SEC got them early, a year early, they get the Red River rivalry, they get Texas, whatever Texas and Oklahoma's home games are, mm-hmm. I would assume. Um, and they would um, – you know the the ESPN would get some incredible matchups. And again, we don't know this, what the schedule would look like because it didn't happen. So, but you could have easily had Texas, Alabama, Oklahoma, Georgia on the same day. That could easily have happened, for example. But now it's not going to till twenty twenty five. It's still going to be brutal. I I will say this. I call. I was curious because I called up Florida's twenty twenty four schedule. I knew it was already going to be difficult, right? It got easier because they aren't coming because then it would probably go to nine, which we expect to happen, but for some reason doesn't hasn't happened yet to go to nine conference games. So now you go nine conference games plus Miami plus UCF mm-hmm. um, and UCF, uh, both you Miami and UCF are in, in Gainesville. Um, so it, the schedule kind of, and we're talking third year with, with Billy Napier where you feel like you've got to make a, yeah, it's a, a big a one. move. Um, 
now it's it's a normal schedule. I mean, you got to go to FSU right now. The game scheduled for Saturday, but who knows if they're going to move that? You got to go to uh, Tennessee, but we don't know where Tennessee is going to be in two years. And you got to go to Auburn. It'll be cool. Yeah, been a while. Golly, it seems so stupid. As a kid who grew up with Florida Auburn, and a young man who grew up with Florida Auburn, and an adult who grew up with Florida Auburn, every year you knew that was coming. It was always a great rivalry game, and you never play them anymore. It's stupid. Mm -hmm. It's the closest school to Gainesville. How about playing every once in a while? (laughs) I'm hoping that they, again, we all keep waiting for the schedule to come out, but I think they have to wait until they know No, no. You know what I mean? Like, even now they're saying, now there's a chance there could be a Hail Mary. Yeah, there is, but I don't think it's going to happen. So Who uh, has to pay off Fox? The school? Oklahoma? ESPN does, and then ESPN's, because ESPN's argument, if you're doing just math. But does that mean they're changing their contract? Where the schools are going to get more money? Well, Or they're just getting better games? Oh, they're getting better games, and they, um, yeah, I don't know. I, that's a good question, whether they would get more money, but they certainly would get better. Their product would be better. Their content would yeah, be even but better. But still, is that worth it to them? Well, again, I don't know what the numbers were for uh, what Fox was asking for, but let's just say they are asking for $30 million, um, to do that. Yeah, it's, it's Maybe the ESPN guys crunch their numbers and goes, I don't think we can make the 30 back. Yeah. But this seems far-fetched that they would make 30 back just by two teams coming in. Yeah, probably not. So that's that's where we are, and so that's where we're going, and that's where we're not going. So get ready for that opening game Saturday, August 31st, 2024. The Miami Hurricanes come to Gainesville, at least as we sit here today. Is that is that right, that schedule? Yeah. Like, as far as dates? It's got well, Georgia's there's the a lot of game TBA. of the year. No, there's a lot of TBA. Oh, okay. Yeah, because that's not right. They know when that game is. Yeah, yeah, but they just don't know when when it, where the other games are going to fall on the schedule. And again, that's what they're they're kind of waiting for for the 2024 season. But again, you in that season you have to go to FSU, have to go to Auburn, have to go to Tennessee, but you get Kentucky, LSU, Missouri, South Carolina home, much like this year, uh, which Florida went two and two in those games. Uh, you get Miami at home, UCF at home. In fact, I'm looking at this, and I'm only seeing one, two, three true road games. I like that schedule. Yeah. Wait a three. minute. I may be missing one here. I, I may not have gone all the way down. Uh, oh, I have to go to Vanderbilt, where they lost the last time. No, they did. But still, that's, that is a schedule that is manageable. Trip to Nashville is uh, always good. Always good to talk to all of you as well. So we'll take a break, open up the phone lines for you. It's our Titan MRI hotline. Meg is here taking all those calls today. Did you ever see that movie, The Meg? I never saw it. I did. I saw it. It's okay. Is it? Yes. Is it better than Jaws? Our Meg is better than The Meg. Okay. I can tell you that. Fair enough. No, it's not better than Jaws. Jaws is top 10 all time. (laughs) Come on, man. All right, we'll take a break, come back, and uh, get after it here on the tailgate. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Kyle Curtis. 
The Fortigators men's basketball team travels to Lexington tomorrow to take on John Calipari and the Kentucky Wildcats for an SEC showdown. The Gators are coming off a win on Wednesday night against the number two ranked Tennessee Volunteers. You can catch Gator Hoops right here tomorrow night with coverage beginning at 8 p.m. A number of Florida Gator players will be participating in the Reese's Senior Bowl tomorrow afternoon with hopes of impressing in front of NFL scouts. Players include Florida standouts Osiris Torrance and Ventrell Miller. The Orlando Magic are back in action tonight as they travel to Minnesota to take on the Timberwolves. They will look to bounce back after a loss to the 76ers on Wednesday. That is your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Kyle Curtis. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Hey Gator Nation, it's Jamil here from the Mealy Pop Shop. Gainesville's home for all things sports cards, collectibles, memorabilia, autographs, Pokemon, Funko Pop, comics, coins, and more. Just wanted to share with you information about our new website, MealyPops.com. Well, Jamil, the website is fantastic. I was on there last night. You've got a ton of sports cards, Pokemon boxes, and packs. I even jumped into one of the online breaks, and guess what? I want some sweet stuff. Yeah, man, the website's got links to even all our social media accounts and info on the shop. We can't list everything on the store, so come on by the shop for a selection over 1 million cards and unopened boxes and packs. Remember, mealypops.com, M-E-E-L-Y-P-O-P-S.com, and we are also open every Tuesday through Sunday located here in town by the Santa Fe College sign off 39th Avenue. Thank you so much for your support, Gator Nation, and as always, Go Gators! There's a ton of things I love doing. That's why I have so many fun jobs and why I try so hard to make it to the kids' concerts, recitals, and games. But with everything that's going on, it doesn't leave me much time to take care of the chores at home. And since I hate chores, especially cleaning, I let the experts handle that one for me. Each week, a fully trained team from Molly made dust, vacuum, wipes, cleans, whatever I need them to do in the house, leaving me more time to do the things I enjoy. Molly made is fully insured and is ready to do your dirty work for you as well. Call them up at 378-7755 or check them out online at mollymade.com. They're made for this. Here are your three grilled cheeseburgers. Enjoy your Sonic. So what came first, the grilled cheese or the burger? So you know the burger had to come first. You go back hundreds of years. Our own cheese has been around hundreds of years, too. Yeah, exactly. okay. What do you get when you combine a grilled cheese with a cheeseburger? The new Sonic Grilled Cheeseburger. Made with 100% pure seasoned beef and Texas toast. Try one half price in the app. Wow, this is a good debate. Online only or in the Sonic app. Add-ons extra. Limit one. Not good with other offers. Limited time only at participating Sonic drive-ins. In 1971, Meldon Law was established, and since that time, the firm has been dedicated to getting the justice its clients deserve after being seriously injured in an accident. Our commitment to this community is paramount, and we won't back down in representing our clients. Meldon Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators. Now, with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Lake City, MeldonLaw.com. From athlete activism to athletic achievements, we have you covered. Your home for every important sports story. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. And now, more of the tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley. Here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com.
Pack it up, pack it in. Well, let me begin. I came to win. Get up, stand up. They are doing the uh, skills competition at the uh, the Pro Bowl. I think it's this video. But Derek Carr tore it up. Good for him. You know where he's going to be next year? No, I don't. I do. But where? If there's, I wish there was a bet on it because I have insider information. Oh, you do? I do. He is going to Tampa be... Tampa Bay. No. He is going to be Colts. a... Nope. Panthers. Nope. Thinking of teams that don't have quarterbacks. Houston. Keep going. Nope. Uh, 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 um, boy, I'm trying to think of the other ones that don't. It's a team where you may not even know the nickname. Well, I know all the nicknames. Oh, Washington. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Commanders. Commanders. Very good. I've gotten where I'm used to that now. Really? Yeah. I still have gotten used to the Cleveland Guardians. I, I will tell you. Yeah, that. that's a tough one. Yeah. Instead of the Indians. But no, Derek Carr will be a uh, Washington commander next According year. According to sources close to Jeff. Yes. Sources close to me have told that me. That is guaranteed. Play back the tape when he, when it happens on the day after Groundhog Day. Yeah, I... He saw his shadow, so that means it's six more weeks of winter, which sucks. Yeah, but yesterday was a good day because they played Groundhog Day in a loop. It is true. On that one channel. I just kept <laughs> watching it over and over. Um, but... Um, the thing about Derek Carr is I, I don't know how to feel about him because I'm I'm anti Raiders. You know me. My NFL all my NFL rooting pretty much is ne- negative rooting. Mm-hmm. There's just reasons to root against teams. I don't have a team. The closest I have to a k- team is Kansas City, but I don't really I'm not going to I don't really have a full dog in the hunt for the Super Bowl. I like Philadelphia. I like because Philadelphia is in Dallas and Washington's division therefore i root for him um because i don't like either one of those teams and you know why dallas but you also know why washington the way washington treated steve spurrier was not right mm-hmm. um i'm not saying he was a great coach in the nfl or whatever but i know what all the things that happened behind the scenes and it was really bad anyway um, so now Derek Carr, I always rooted against because I hated the Raiders. Always hated the Raiders. But you know why I hated the Raiders? Because they were the Dolphins' biggest rival during that one stretch there. And the Kenny Stabler to Clarence Davis falling down, and, and, and that broke my heart that day. Man. So I don't like the Raiders. And I, I had some dealings with Al Davis. i tell you, the, the best one, Super Bowl where they beat the Redskins, where – Squirek intercepted the pass and ran it into the end zone right down the goal line. Then Marcus Allen had the run. Mm-hmm. I'm sitting in, in the regular press box. This is the old days when you they would put the media in the regular press box. Now, I mean, that's all um, uh, celebrities and everything. We're st- I, I remember going to my seat for the Paul McCartney Philadelphia Patriots one in Jacksonville. And I went to my seat. It was on the last row of the stadium. <laughs> and you go there because there's so much stuff they give you. They give you like headphones and all this stuff. So you go there, you pick it up, and go back downstairs and watch it on TV. Because there's no you're not going to be able to see the game from up there. But back then I was sitting um, on the uh, in, in the old sombrero, in the back, back row in the old sombrero. There's only two rows. And Al Davis is sitting two seats down from me. And he's he is – 
reacting like a fan. And, of course, I, I wanted to lean over and go, uh, sir, no cheering in the, in the press, press box. box. Yeah, but I don't think that would have gone over well. Mm-mm. But towards the end of the game, they get, they, I think it was after Marcus Allen's run, TV crew comes up there and the guy puts his camera right in his face. Right now, Dave was his face. And the guy puts his mic and goes, he goes, Al, what does it feel like to f- win this Super Bowl? And he goes, the game's not up, bleeping over, and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> he starts screaming at him. And we're all, like, recoiling because he's so angry and, and shoot the guy out of there. Another reason I feel like it. Anyway, so Derek Carr has been the Raiders quarterback. I don't like the Raiders. I don't like the Commanders. So what do I do? I just root against him, yeah. I guess. No big deal. I have no problem with Derek Carr, though. Just association with a team. Yeah. That's what it is. Well, the uh, Senior Bowl is tomorrow. You going to watch that? A couple of Gators there on the offensive line, so you don't really have the opportunity Ooh. to see much. Trey I Dean, didn't watch him when they were here. Trey Dean line. won like the MVP. Of well, he, won, he was on the defensive practice squad or something. Yeah. He, he did, had a good game. But look, did he get a couple of tip balls he caught, you mm-hmm. know, in the air? I mean. Trey Dean is a is a fine athlete, a good scholar. Not my favorite player. Mine either. There is a long list of people on that list of people that did not like him as a player. However, sometimes you need to let it go. Like Elsa did. Yeah, just like with uh, Jaden Rashada. I'm the same way with him. I'm like, I'll be just fine at Arizona State. I don't want, I'm not going to root against a kid. This kid got shoved into the middle of a lot of things. Who knows what he even, if he even knew half the stuff that was going on. I don't know that. All right, so go to Arizona State. Enjoy your freshman year. Have fun. You're, you're, look, if I could do it over again, coming out of high school, which I couldn't do over again, but if I could, Arizona State and Georgia would be two of the schools I would consider in addition to Florida. And the Florida pull was very strong because I was born in Gainesville mm-hmm. and been a Gator fan all my life. But if I was really like I could go anywhere to school, Arizona State would be right, right mm-hmm. up there. It's beautiful out there. Back in the day when my mom got me this uh, subscription to this magazine where I only got it for the Men's articles. <laughs> They always had Arizona State as the number one party school. It, well, I've known a lot of people who went to Arizona State, and they have backed that claim up. Really? Although I would never want to get them in a debate contest, any of them. Well, in the, in the Phoenix area is really nice. It's Go beautiful. Out there, it's, I love it out I'd, there. I'd retire out there. So, yeah, Arizona State's too. not a bad place. I mean, I would miss not having a beach, but, you, I mean, uh, it's not that far to LA. Get all the spring training homes. Everybody's out there now. Hey, look, at some point, you just get a pool. Or you have the top golf. If you're going to live in Phoenix, you need a pool. Mm-hmm. You know, because you got to be able to, because it gets hot. So you need a pool. You don't, you're not going to have the luxury of sea breeze. But, um, I no, I love it out there. And, of course, some trips have been out there have been really fun. Not all, I mean, I had a good time the year that Florida got annihilated by Nebraska right up until the game. And I walked in. I walked. I remember walking in the press box, and Charles Barkley was standing there talking to somebody. I go, "He's so little. He's like six four. I couldn't believe how small he was. And to to do what he did in the NBA was pretty amazing. Now I'd saw seen him play in college. I just didn't realize he was that small. 
Got a lot of rebounds. Made a lot of money. He's on. He was on Shark Tank. He actually today was on Dan Patrick. I was listening to that. Um, I've kind of fallen back in love with Dan Patrick because I didn't have a car for my my car for nine days. So and by by the way, shout out to the people at Gerber who did a wonderful job getting it done early, getting it done. Now, I'm not talking about the baby food. That's company. what I was wondering. Yeah. So they they got it done early and they gave me some smashed peas that I was able to eat and afterwards. It's Gerber, see, get it? Yeah. <laughs> But um, I I kind of fell back in love with Dan Patrick. I'd forgotten all about how good that show how good that show can be. Now, like I said, you have to kind of let it you have to let it ferment for a while. You have to listen to it for a long time, and then all of a sudden it gets great. You know, like when they had Sally Field on yesterday, they had Charles Barkley on today. He was great. And he, but he was talking about he. He's not going to be there for the Super Bowl, even though he lives in Phoenix, because he's got all these commercials he's got to shoot. That's a lot of money. And he got offered a lot of money to be on the Live Tour. Yeah. Didn't do it. And uh, now Phil wants a one on, wants to go head to head with the in a competition. And, and the and I, I I think Tiger I think it was true what he said, but he was like. Of course he does. It's the only way anybody's going to watch the LIV tour. Well, you know that they're they're coming to Orlando. So it'd be fun to go down oh, there and what? see it. To see at who? the uh, LPGA International. Name six people on the tour. Phil. You don't want to go You're see at Phil. One. You're you don't want to go see him. Not anymore. He's he's dead to me. Really? He. You like Greg, love that guy. He and Greg Norman are both dead to me, and I was big fans of both of them. And Robbie and I were talking about it the other day. I said, no, I'm glad he cheated it or that he uh, blew it at Augusta. <laughs> yeah. I, back then, it broke my heart, but now I'm like, yeah, good. She, I can never say that just because I met him so many times when I was a little kid and he was great. So. I don't like what he's doing. But you're making a bunch of money. I, that's, I don't like the way he's doing it. I, I just my personal opinion doesn't mean I'm right. I'm, I'm I may be wrong, but I mean I think taking money from murderers is bad. That's just my that's my opinion. You you may have a different opinion. You may think it's okay, but do you really <laughs> think w- about where it's coming from? Yes, I do. That would be like saying, okay, you are going to. Um, you just inherited a bunch of money. Yeah. And it all came from the Danny Rawling estate. You would say, you, so you're saying, you would say, yay, <laughs> look at all this money. <laughs> that, some, but that, some of it has some of it has the uh, <laughs> blue dye to, on it, but that's okay. To me, that's a little different. It's not that much different. The guys who ordered murders and stuff like that. I mean, I had a guy killed. That was a journalist. You don't think that's going to stick with me? Yeah. I don't. I. I look. We none of us. So they offer you thirty million right now to go be the guy that covers the tour. You're on the private jet every week with all the golfers. Get to do everything that they do. Go around to all the places. You're not taking the thirty million. All the golfers. You couldn't name you named one. Well, obviously I know that there's no, more, but I'm give asking me, I'm give just, me four more. I'm just asking the question. Give me four more. Okay. 
that I would want to hang out with. Well, yeah, maybe. And Mickelson not. would take all my money anyway. By the time the flight ended, he would have, have bet me out of everything. But you're telling me you wouldn't go do that? I don't know. That would be a tough call for $30 million. It would be hard. I would, I would have long talks with my wife about it. You would do it, I know. You In would a say, second. Yeah, give me that money. Yeah, who do you want me to kill? But it, no, it has <laughs> nothing to do with that. Like, that's completely irrelevant. But it's not irrelevant where the money's coming from. Correct. I agree with that. But again, like everybody is saying, like, everybody, they're getting amounts of money that will make them secure for the rest of their lives. Yes. And I and they're not that. even going to be close to getting that on the PGA Tour. As I have said before, they went for luxury over legacy. Uh, to me, I'd rather play on the tour. But there's no, there's only a f- few people that are ever going to have that legacy. It'll be four a year. No. You, just because you win one year. major doesn't mean you're, you're like in a legacy. You a Hall of Fame. Usually. Okay, but the only people that you remember in golf are the huge names. That you remember, that I'm a little bit more of a golf fan. I understand, but that's what a legacy is and what the average person is going to remember. Well, I'm not average. That's what I would say to you. I think a lot of it has to do with my background, journalism background. You know, I, I just, that, that was a bad deal, and I'm not going to let it go. You know, murdering a guy because he wrote something. Yeah. Okay. Never get killed because you write something. Well, completely agree. <laughs> All right. Well, well, I'm glad you do. Meg's going to kill us if I we don't get a break. I just wrote something about you. So let's do that. Going up on Gators Wire. All right. We'll talk about some of that and uh, many more things, even some of the uh, the winners, some of the losers from National Signing Day the other day as we continue to get through another edition of The Tailgate. From the College of Journalism and Communications, ESPN 98.1 FM and 850 AM WRUF. We all expect quality in our service providers. The word itself means the degree of excellence of something. Now throw in the word plumbing after that, and it would mean the excellence of plumbing. And that's exactly what our community has been getting for nearly four decades from the fine folks at Quality Plumbing. Now you can always spend time and money trying to fix things yourself, or you can call the professionals at Quality Plumbing and get it done right the first time. Quality Plumbing since 1984. Their name says it all. License number CFC 0430. As much as we try to understand the minds of our better halves, it's just not going to happen. We think we did the right thing, got them that perfect Christmas gift, but guys, we messed up yet again. So it's time to make things right and get her something from Oaks Jewelry this Valentine's Day and totally redeem ourselves. From diamond studs to gemstone jewelry and gator gear that will get her ready for the spring, she'll be ready to forgive you. We show and offer new present to everybody she sees. For more than 30 years, Oaks Jewelry has been making people all over town sparkle with a great selection of quality fine jewelry, the best possible prices. Check it out for yourself and get help by one of their incredible staff members inside the store or shop online at oaksjewelry.com. I'm telling you, it's worth it. 
The barbecue dream began just before the Gators started winning a bunch of championships in the mid-2000s. And more than a decade later, I'm grateful to Gainesville. Just want to say thanks for helping us put the ribs back in barbecue. Hey, this is Adam of Adam's Rib Company. My wife Michelle and I just love seeing thousands of you that have made our restaurant a place to gather, chat, root on the Gators, and chow down on some barbecue. From their slow-smoked ribs, pork, or chicken with flavors that are fantastic, to homemade side dishes of anything imaginable, there's a reason why I use Adam's for a ton of my lunch breaks in between the many jobs from game day ordering to that special event where you don't want to cook we're here to help whether it's an intimate setting amongst friends or a tailgate party for the game we'll fix you up right with the freshest meats and ingredients to make sure your barbecue package is complete so check them out online at adamsribco.com but be prepared to drool when you see the menu or better yet stop by their dining location on 13th street or the place that northwest gainesville has fallen in love with the new carryout spot on 43rd and 53rd right across the street from Publix. You still can't find them? Just stick your nose out the window. It'll guide you to the best barbecue in town. Well, we all hope to be at the top of our game with everything we do. Hard work certainly helps, but so does preventing things from going haywire. So for me, it's maintaining my physique with a little less gummy bears. For those with AC units, it's a maintenance plan that'll keep you cool all year long. And there is nobody better at it than Crystal Air and Water. They've got fast service and flat rates with no surprises, no contracts, no pressure, and you can cancel any time. Their four-tier preventative maintenance plan has something to suit whatever need you have. So when you need to feel secure that your AC unit is at the top of its game, a call to Crystal Air and Water is one you want to make. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. Skies clearing this evening. Tonight, temperatures tumbling. Lows in the low 40s, but with a wind chill, it'll feel like the mid-30s tomorrow morning. Tomorrow afternoon, plenty of sunshine, staying blustery. Highs in the low to mid-60s. A little bit milder overnight tomorrow into Sunday morning. Lows in the upper 40s and lower 50s. Cloudy with a chance for a few passing showers on Sunday. Highs in the low 70s. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Megan Borowski. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Here's my dream scenario for Johnny Lynch and Kyle Shanahan. There's a guy in South Florida who's 45, 46 years old. Tom Brady's his name. I'm going to have a conversation with him come free agency and I'm going to say, hey, all I need you to do is teach Brock Purdy and Trey Lance how to play football. All I need you for is a year. And guess what? This could be your dream scenario. He, Jay, and Max. Weekday mornings at 6 right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Follow ESPN Gainesville on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Stay up to date with the latest information, interviews, stories, contests, and events. We are 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. This is Gator soccer coach Samantha Bohan, and you are listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. We are back on the show, Tailgate. Jeff Cardozo, Pat Dooley, and uh, Alabama apparently has a new offensive coordinator. Uh, Tommy Reese apparently is going to be the guy. Mm -hmm. Uh, They flew him down, and 
He accepted the job, apparently. This is, this is all sourcing, but it sounds like it's a done deal. And and I know that there are a lot of people, Alabama fans included, uh, that are saying, oh, come on, we watched Notre Dame's offense. That's He wasn't dealing with the same kind of athletes he's going to be dealing with now. I think anybody should be good, a good coordinator at Alabama. You're getting the cream of the crop offensively in terms of offensive line. You're going to have tight ends that are ridiculous. You're going to have wide receivers out the yin-yang. You're going to have a quarterback. You know that. It's just a matter of who it is. He'll have he'll be a better coordinator at Alabama than he was at Notre Dame. And there's a reason Brian Kelly left Notre Dame. You can't – you can get there. You can't win at that level, though. You can't win at all at Notre Dame, and he knew that. And so Tommy Reese now will be at Alabama. Florida didn't have to face him the next two years, so. Yeah, so that's fine. And there was uh, talks that Notre Dame now could go after Joe Brady, who is not in the NFL anymore. So I heard they're going after John Brady, the old LSU basketball coach. Could be. Yeah, I don't know what – I thought Joe Brady was still at um, Buffalo. Well, he's at Buffalo, but I don't know if he's wants to get back into the college game or not. That's – I know people talk about him and they throw him out his name out there and it's like um it's like a, a lot of these coaching searches are media driven that have nothing to do with anything and I look I did it I dealt with it all the time. In fact, one of my famous stories is um when Spurrier looked like he was going to the Bucks in ni- 95 and uh they made me they forced me, literally forced me, held me down waterboarded me and then said you've got to write a column saying here's possible replacements and i'm like i don't want to do that who's replacing steve spurrier i said well jeremy foley did tell me he's going to go after shanahan stoops zook in that order or not in that order but in an order and we all kind of went look <laughs> but so i could start with that and then i put some names in there that were just awful and spurrier apparently the, this is according to legend. Was reading the paper and goes, I can't leave. That's who they're going to hire. <laughs> so he did. That's good stuff. Well, got an email from Doyle. Greg he Doyle? S- says you got to get off your uh, moral high horse because there was a NASCAR series sponsored by Winston. Killed right. a bunch of people. Don't think I watched any of those right. either. So. And he says our own country does some bad things. They too, do some so. bad things, yes. They're just not as public publicized. Um, and you don't. I mean, if you knew, okay, if somebody said, "Hey, we're playing this tournament at East Lake Golf Course in Georgia," mm-hmm. okay, at East Lake, by the way, the the week after they're having a Klan rally, you would probably not play in that tournament, right? Yeah. And I think it's very similar to what's going on, going on over there. I'm not saying I'm I'm morally above anybody at all. Believe me, I'm not. But I'm just saying that uh, to me it would be a hard decision to take that kind of money, even taking that kind of money for what you were doing it for. Um, and yeah, we do we do some bad things in this country. Yeah, we do it every day. Every day I I go to my feed. There's terrible things happening. But I'm not playing golf in those <laughs> cities. I'm not making money from that. That's there's a difference between saying 
United States does some bad things and the Saudi Arabians do some bad things and they're going to give you money to play golf. There's a, there's a difference there, in my opinion. That's just my opinion. I'm wrong more than I'm right. And I've been told that by my wife. <laughs> I'm wrong all the time there. All the time. I, I was right once, I remember. But that's the way it has to be. It's the way it is. You always... Why is apologize that and why is it that w- men are always wrong and women are always right? Because that's what happened with Adam and Eve. I don't know. No, it didn't. <laughs> Adam and Eve. You've been to Adam and Eve's. I know that. Heck yeah. <laughs> you know, those billboards get me every time. Is there still one in town? I don't know. There was one at one on thirteenth. Way down there on thirteenth. Yeah, yeah. By the. Uh, well, the old Sunnies yeah. by the uh, Chopsticks. Chopsticks. Yeah. That place is actually really good. I love Chopsticks. Sit there and eat on the water. It's good. That's a place we used to, that used to be our date night was nice. going there. And we still we still go there once in a while. It's a good place. Good caller is Copper Gator, so let's get to him. What's up, dude? O'Doyle rules, fellas. <laughs> yeah, how about that? <laughs> Slip on the banana peel. Yeah, that's it, man. Let's do it. It's Friday. It's good time to have a good time. About to crack one open, man. But, uh. I had a quick question, and it came up the other day. I was talking to a guy, and has there ever been any talk, Jeff? And I know we kind of talked about it at the end when SEC baseball comes up and it's the championship and it's always in Hoover. Have they ever had a, a discussion about moving it to a location like like UF Field or potentially you know in Baton Rouge or some of these big places that are now really high-end facilities? No. Um, I don't just don't think it would be sustainable. Even when softball, because they do that for softball, you know, the ho- awesome last year. hotel yeah. situation and everything else. I think it's just really, really hard to do. I think it's more Jeff that whenever they open it up and they start talking about doing it in other places, Hoover always comes up with whatever they want. But, they, but it's almost like the gate, the Florida Georgia game. They yeah, go, well, sorry, well, what, what do you, you need, need now? Yeah. But I, I think, and you also have the appeal of every team right there on the win free. They all stay in the same spot. And you have the mall there. So it's, I think it's a really good location. And then obviously the, the stadium. And it's right close to Birmingham where the SEC office is. There there have been talks about potentially Memphis. Yeah. And, okay. and getting it there, which is not even an SEC. There was talk City, about Jacksonville, too. Yeah. Yeah. But um, well, so, I don't mind I mean, Birmingham. The- There's good golf courses around. Yeah, I just I just feel like there would be such a benefit to to rotate around the SEC like like softball is doing, and maybe because they have smaller you know things and things, and maybe yeah, you you, know, co- you couldn't there. host it in Starkville. Like, where's everybody going to stay? I actually went to the SEC tournament in Starkville when it was, but this is I would go. Was Dave Madigan was, that, was playing? Yeah. Was was that pre typewriter there, Pat, or what? <laughs> no, I had the typewriter, but I had to uh, send it by carrier pigeon. So. Oh, that makes yeah. That's okay. So you were able to produce the Friday news cl- after the week was done, right? Yeah, but they used to do it that way. They used to play it and and sit and move it around the cities. But once Hoover got a hold of it, they they want to let it go. It was in. I think my my first year was in Columbus. It was. That was the worst yeah, ever. It was brutal. And so then. <laughs> And then after and that, I mean, it's been in Birmingham or this Hoover is, ever since. I am not exaggerating this. I'm writing my story after I think you guys lost to Auburn, maybe. And I'm writing my story, and the guy is coming by me with the air blower blowing the peanut dust, <laughs> and it's all over my computer and everything because they they 
they they only had like one box, and so they put the commissioner in there, and media boys and, were were out in the middle of. Uh, but nothing. but everything has changed. Everything has changed since then. For sure. The most yeah. Part. Correct. I mean, and I mean, I mean, you've got you've got six to eight stadiums that would put the minor league stadiums to sleep right now. I mean, and and potentially could be better than that. But I just think that that would add a dynamic to 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 the SEC play to making things more competitive to having a little more fun. I think that's a cool aspect that would be great to add into it. I mean, Jeff and Pat, you guys probably know better than me that I really believe that it's on the ropes for Florida Georgia after next year's agreements up, right? It's over, it's only through 24, right? For the Gator game um, up, in, up in Jacksonville? I, I thought it was through 26, but I may be wrong there. I, I mean, and I it's going it, to be the same thing. And they're going to go, what do, what do you yeah, need? What do you need? Yeah, make, well, here's what we need. We want but you. But if, if Kirby's won four straight national titles, then he's going to yeah, get exactly. his way. Yeah. Yeah. If Florida doesn't want to move the game, won. Florida's yeah. never been about moving the game. But, but every time it comes up, Florida says, well, we might want to move it. What can you give us? Hmm. How about $1 million? But now do you, do you come up with that theory just because you'd like to see – more of the teams, like all in in one spot, like if it was in Gainesville one year. So, so I I would prefer to have it like last year. I went to multiple games for the softball mm-hmm. and saw teams that I would never have seen playing each other, or yeah. not, or, or or saw players that I probably wouldn't have seen when I didn't go to a home game for. I didn't go to every single for baseball. It's a lot different because I go to every single home game in every series. But for for softball, especially, it was nice because I got to see players and pitchers multiple days, different things like that. You know, I on baseball wise, you have different starters for each day. If you miss one during the season, then you might be able to see them on the on the game. And I mean, I you, the fans travel. You get to meet a bunch of different people. You, you, those things are great part of college sports. That's you know, when you go to SEC championships for other things, you see all the teams there that make it fun, that make the atmosphere great. Why not to have that in a college town and then some random Hoover, which is not even in one of the schools area that we're doing it at. Yeah, but the SEC basketball tournament is technically not really played in a college town. I mean, they play it in Nashville. That's not a college town. They don't even know Vanderbilt's there. Uh, they play it at Tampa, <laughs> where you know, obviously, um, there's no the college there is not playing in the tournament. So, uh, you know, you would have to have a place that had the like like Jeff said, you'd have to have the infrastructure in terms of. Hotels and stuff. I'm not sure games will can handle. I don't think. Yeah, they they could do all those 13, baseball teams. 14, well, how many? What do they put? Twelve teams in. Yeah, two yeah. don't go. Yeah, so I, yeah, that would in itself, and then you add in the fans. So that. But be the, hold on. So let me let me get this straight. There's what Jeff, thirty guys on a team plus plus staffers, so forty five. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Say fifty. Give 50 or take per team. Fifty and how many and how many football players coming out of town whenever they come for a team? 85. Well, no, it's six. SEC games, it's 60, right? 65. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're probably looking to travel, yeah, travel party about a 120. But you only got yeah. one team coming. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, but I'm saying you – so you're having two teams to one, so and that's a little bit different than 12. I guess the numbers don't line up there. But I, I just think it would be great, and I figured I'd call you guys, talk about it, and uh, I know you guys get a break. We'll talk to you guys later. All right. Thanks, Scott Brigader. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we've talked about it a lot uh, in the past. In fact, I've – I want to see it out of Hoover just because I don't I don't think that's a great ballpark personally. I mean, I don't know how you feel about it. There's no press box, it's very tiny press box and I mean, the radio booths are big and I've caught three foul balls there, so I like it. So you like it. And I get to play golf a lot. Oh yeah. 
I used to like going, but um, I, I, when they when they brought up Memphis, I was like, ooh, cool. Again, my only two trips to Memphis, three trips. One was for a, a USFL game. I got food poisoning. Okay. The uh, second one was for a USFL meeting, and I got my wallet stolen. And the third one was for when Florida got all the way to the Final Four, and that was a great trip, so that's all I remember. And they, ha- <laughs> and they had guitars in the lobby that you could take up to your room. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that was really nice. I liked that trip. Really cool. All right, we need a break. We'll do that. We'll come back, wrap up the first hour. If you want to be a part of things, call us up on the Titan MRI hotline, 392-8255. This is the tailgate. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Kyle Curtis. The Florida Gators men's basketball team travels to Lexington tomorrow to take on John Calipari and the Kentucky Wildcats for an SEC showdown. The Gators are coming off a win on Wednesday night against the number two ranked Tennessee Volunteers. You can catch Gator Hoops right here tomorrow night with coverage beginning at 8 p.m. A number of Florida Gator players will be participating in the Reese's Senior Bowl tomorrow afternoon with hopes of impressing in front of NFL scouts. Players include Florida standouts Osiris Torrance and Ventrell Miller. The Orlando Magic are back in action tonight as they travel to Minnesota to take on the Timberwolves. They will look to bounce back after a loss to the 76ers on Wednesday. That is your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Kyle Curtis. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. It's known as a small place with a big taste. If you don't know what I'm talking about, you're really missing out. The place that's been voted best cheesesteaks in Gainesville, it's called Big Mills. Serving 100% top butt sirloin, 100% chicken breast on their cheesesteak sandwiches, Big Mills has a big taste. They also offer sausages, hot dogs, burgers, and salads with a baseball theme inside that every diehard is going to want to see. They've also got ice cream and milkshakes to wash it all down, so come on down to 2111 13th Street, right next to Adam's Ribs and see why Big Mills is a small place with a big taste. The holidays are here, and as much as we like friends and family coming over, sometimes there are those few that make the house smell like poo-poo. Well, there's an easy solution for the ones you don't want in the house. Show them the outhouse, because with Florida Portable Services, it's as easy as you not liking that casserole that Grandma brought over. They provide portable toilets, restroom trailers with AC, and you can even listen to music and watch TV while you pee. Call 1-800-864-5387 and book your reservation today. There's not many of us out there that really like going to the doctor. Well, I do want to tell you about a doctor that's amazing and essential for our everyday lives. It's the docs at Auto ER. A proud partner of the Florida Gators, they make you feel comfortable, don't take a lot of your valuable time, and most importantly, they'll always find the problem. With five locations around town, they'll proudly serve families and drivers like you across Gainesville, Alachua, Jonesville, Newberry, and High Springs. And as they love to say, it's for the life of your car. Check them out online at theautoer.com. It's an ER you'll actually like going to. Here's a Valentine's reminder from International Diamond Center. It's not just the thought that counts, it's the effort, too. So let IDC turn your Valentine's Day gift into a grand romantic gesture with our ultimate Valentine's Day package. Right now, when you spend $99 or more on jewelry at IDC, we'll give you some gorgeous long-stem roses, a box of delicious chocolates, and a gift card towards dinner at Spurrier's Gridiron Grill. It's just one stop at IDC, and you create a total romantic experience. You simply choose which ring pair of 
earrings or bracelet or sparkling pendant best matches your special someone, and we take care of the rest. And as always, we guarantee the best value price with no commission salespeople. The ultimate Valentine's Day package. Jewelry, flowers, dinner, and candy from IDC. And it's yours just for spending $99 or more on some nice jewelry she'll love. Sure does make it look like she's worth the extra effort, and that's the thought that really counts. Hurry in now because packages are limited. International Diamond Center at Celebration Point. Directions and more at shopidc.com. Happy New Year! With the NFL playoffs and NBA All-Star Weekend upon us, it's time to upgrade your home entertainment with help from Electronics World. Hi, this is Tom Collette. At Electronics World, we can get you into a new Sony 4K big screen TV or design and install a home theater room for less than you might think. We'll put you right in the middle of the action for every score. Come see for yourself. Visit our showroom at Electronics World in Gainesville today or online at electronicsworld.net. Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. All right, wrapping up the first hour here on the tailgate. The uh, final 247 composite five-star recruits from the Power Five conferences, SEC. All right, let's see if you can break this down. Florida didn't help it. No, they didn't (laughs) help. But Alabama and Georgia did. Yeah. 38 total five-stars from the uh, Power Five schools. How many did the SEC have out of those 38? 22. 21. Close. Very good. I mean, I, you know they're going to get the most. And this that's what you're competing with. And, and yeah. for all the good things that Billy Napier's done, and, and we, we believe in a lot of the stuff he's doing, in the end you're still going up against really good players in this conference. And, uh, Coach, I mean, you can't say they're not being coached well. You, when you look around this league and you see Saban and Smart and Kelly and even Lane Kiffin offensively at least um, – you know, all the way through this conference, Josh Heupel, um, they're great coaches in this league. So it's look, it's we all want it to be easy, but it's not easy. We know that. We should know that by now. It's not just hey, we got a new coach, we got a different coach. He's going to be different, so they'll win it all every year. Doesn't happen that way. No, it it doesn't, and and obviously the patience thing is something that you hope everybody can understand because I think it's got, it's surprisingly like, I know that there are a lot of people that get really mad when they lose a game Mm -hmm. because that's our phone calls are better when they lose than when they win. We know that we get tons of phone calls when they lose, they win, they go, eh, all right, (laughs) let's move on to next week. We can call and complain, but, um, you know, when you look at the whole process and how hard it is to to be good in this conference, it's just like with basketball. You know, you get the you just beat the number two team in the uh, country, whether it's ranking or net ranking. 
their net ranking didn't go down. Yours went way up. So you're you're back in position to have a chance. Well, I mean, it, it took Kirby and Dabo and Harbaugh and some of these guys that are have had success a lot of time. I'm not saying that I mean, I guess even Saban after his first year, but after that, he turned it around very quickly. It's, you're not expecting Napier to do that, but uh, as we talked about that 2024 schedule, it does get much easier than 23, and I mean, that, sh- that should hopefully be the year. And as they continue to try to pile this stuff up and get the kids on campus, then that's what you want. But yeah, it took Dabo four years to get 10 wins. I used to refer to him as four years. Yeah. Harbaugh, seven years to win the conference and then took six years for Kirby to win the national title. Yeah, but he's won a couple of them now. Yeah, <laughs> I know. But six years till the first one. It's only been one so far. Well, and Maybe I will, you get to that point. And that is a big factor. What you're left is a big factor in it. And he was left good players. Yes. So was Steve Spurs. So was Urban Meyer. All right, back with a second hour right after this. You're listening to The Tailgate. WRUF game. You spoke, we listened. You wanted the easiest car buying experience ever. So we're giving you the easiest car buying experience ever. Your schedule doesn't have time for five hours in a car dealership. Work, kids, soccer practice, grocery runs, jury duty. Really? That again? Gatorland Toyota puts your convenience at the top of the list. With Express Shopping, you can browse our incredible selection and buy your vehicle entirely from the comfort of your home. Financing, paperwork, trade appraisal, even the pricing can't be done remotely. No need to come to the dealership. Gatorland Toyota delivers your new car to you. And what if that car was fully customized? With our pre-order program, it's easier than ever to get the exact vehicle you want from headlights to trunk. Have a vehicle to trade or sell? Even if you don't buy from us, we'd love to take it off your hands and give you a top dollar offer that you're sure to love. Come experience how Gettle's got it at Gatorland Toyota today. Visit GatorlandToyota.com for the easiest car buying experience ever. Got chronic joint pain but want to avoid steroids and surgery? Take some advice from pro football legend Emmett Smith. Call QC Kinetics. Let QC Kinetics help you improve your quality of life with biologic therapies that get your body to repair and restore damaged tissue. These exciting new regenerative treatments from local medical professionals can help your body heal itself with lasting pain relief. Trust me, you want to avoid surgery if you can. Check out these biologic treatments to see what your options are. QC Kinetics, restorative, regenerative solutions with no downtime, no surgery, no drugs. I'm talking about joint pain we all can relate to in your knees, your shoulders, your hips, and your lower back. They'll get you feeling good again. Get relief now. What are you waiting on? Make the call to QC Kinetics. Tell them Emmett Smith sent you. Call QC Kinetics, 352-400-4550. That's 352-400-4550. 352-400-4550. Well, everybody knows that Meldon Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators. However, since we opened our doors in 1971, we've been the community partner with over 600 scholarships awarded through our Meldon Law Scholar-Athlete Program, as well as our Veterans Making a Difference initiative. Meldon Law has offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Lake City. MeldonLaw.com, where we won't back down. 
Things have certainly got a little out of hand lately when it comes to just buying our everyday necessities. Just look at gas, streaming services, and heck, even chicken wings. Well, there is one necessity that shouldn't cost a ton, and that's taking care of yourself and helping fix all the aches and pains in life. And the fine folks at Titan MRI agree. With costs a fraction of what you'd pay at a hospital, you'll not only save money, you'll be taken care of by staff with over 20 years of scanning experience. Titan MRI is the only locally owned and operated MRI center in town and has offices in Gainesville and Lake City. And the great part about going there is you can park right out in front of the office. There's no long walks from a parking garage. The average scan time is just 15 minutes. So you can get back on your way with doing whatever it is you do in no time. With nothing but five-star reviews, they'll give you the five star treatment titan mri is a place where your doctors are sending their family so when you need an mri call titan first and you'll burst into smiles that it'll be the best thing you ever did for yourself this program is paid for by talking reds llc the tailgate with jeff cardozo and pat dooley is on the air quiet on the set we're all sound action you can be part of the show by calling 392 talk that's 392-8255. Or hit the guys up on social media by tweeting to at Jeff Cardoza UF and at Pat underscore Dooley. The grill is hot and the beverages are ice cold. It's time to tailgate. Here's Jeff and Pat. We're back, second hour of the final show of the day, or of the week, of the last two weeks. I've done, this will be 10 straight shows for me. That may be a record. It's not a record. Okay. It's not. Are you sure? It would tie a record. <laughs> Held by many? Yes. Uh, but uh, looking forward to a, a fun weekend. The weather looks like it's going to be great. Obviously, if you woke up this morning, it was not great. Uh, but it certainly has turned out to be a lovely Lovely day. It's just lovely out there. It is. Got a uh, got a beast feast tomorrow night at Gator Ball or at, yeah, at Ironwood for Gator. So Ball. does that invitation physically come to me, or do you have do you just ask tell me to come? Is that the way it works? Um, could tell you to come if you'd like. <laughs> I went a couple of years ago. It was unbelievable. Yeah, really good. Yeah, fifty bucks will get you basically all the cool little different types of food that I you want. Lot. That night, I remember that. Beer, wine, great silent auction, a lot of different things going on. Oh. And the coolest part is it helps 12-year-olds go to Cooperstown, which is still one of the coolest trips ever. Like, as as many neat things that Austin's been able to do ever since, he still always goes back to that. And even some of the other kids that were there, like spending two weeks in barracks, basically, and playing baseball every single day. Yeah. And we made it all the way to the, the final four. That year? So how many times Gator have Ball you team? been to Cooperstown? Well, once for that, and then I went once as, as... As a normal person? As a normal person with my family back in the day when I was little. What was the one thing when you were little that you wanted to see? The one... Because I've been there once. When mm-hmm. I, it was a long time ago, but I went there once. I think I just... I was... I wanted to see, like, the... Well, the plaques, because yeah. you always saw that from But was there one guy, though, that you wanted to look at his plaque and just kind of let it wash over you? Um, back then, not really. But then when I went 
the second time when I was older, it was, you know, finding Maddox and yeah. Cal Ripken, I guys almost, that I grew up. I was really tempted to go to the Maddox. Because the Maddox and Glavin went in the same year. Is that right? Or was it Maddox mm, Smoltz? No. Or was it Smoltz Glavin? There was two of them that went in the same year. And I can't remember which one it was. Maybe it was just the one Maddox was going in. I, I was tempted to go, but I since I have been there, I know how hard it is to get there. And, mm-hmm. you, and there's no hotels. There's a one, I, I would love to stay there, that one hotel with a golf course right behind it. Well, and even for that Gator Ball trip, everybody gets Airbnbs. All the families have to That's nice. rent that. So it's but it's, w- it's yeah. beautiful area up there. It is beautiful. And I, a uh, lake around there. The one awesome. I wanted to go see, I wanted to see Henry Aaron's uh, plaque. I knew he was there, but yeah. <laughs> I want, he was my hero. So P- Pete Rose is still there every year. You go. He's there, but he's not on the on the grounds, right? No, but it was cool. They that's where they have the field where they shot. Um, Sandlot. No. Uh, field of Dreams. No. Um, the Natural. No. Um, Why can't I think of it? Uh, the All American Tom oh, Hanks uh, yeah. League of Their Own. League of Their Own. The yeah. the movie. I love that movie. I can't. I was trying to think of the field. I think it was just maybe Double Day Field. But yeah, they they shot it there, and you could see it. It was pretty cool. Yeah, it's a great movie. Definitely neat to trip. So it doesn't make my top ten the way that we were talking earlier, but no. <laughs> Today I was what I'm flipping around trying to find something to watch for like like that half hour I had to my own today, which was about the only time I had did the podcast and everything, and and had a lot of writing to do. Um, and I came across uh, Throw Mama from the Train. Mm. And so I said, I'm going to sit and watch the whole thing. I, and I watched as much as I could before I had to leave. But there were just so many good lines in it. it it's still not going to make the top ten, but it's it's one of my f- – I didn't even realize this. My wife had never seen it. I made her watch it like three or four years ago. She went, it's okay. I said, nah, it's – come on. The night was sultry. <laughs> That it was. Well, let's hope uh, tomorrow night is not that way when the Gators will uh, take on Kentucky, first of uh, two this year. Oh, it's, it may be sultry in Lexington. I know. I'll tell you that. Do you? It's and now with NIL, like there is no way that Schwebway in the old landscape of college basketball would have still been at Kentucky. Well, I I do think it contributed, but I will say this: I don't know what kind of pro Schwebway will be. Yeah, but you're also the the player of the year in the NCAA. Right. Like, so that means it's also obvi- lost it, to St. Peter. It has to translate somehow, though. If they're telling you you're the best player in college basketball, you tell me that that's not good enough to play in the NBA? It's good enough to get into camp. It's good enough to get on a team, but it's not good enough to be good. And some – and now, I do I think NIL had a big factor? Yeah, absolutely. But I do think there are some guys that say, hey, I just want to stay in college and play college ball and – I love being a college athlete. Now, there's a lot of guys who can't wait to get out. You know, the the kid we saw, uh, Gigi Jackson from South Carolina, who is, you could see, is just this incredible talent. Mm-hmm. But he's he's kind of forcing shots and all that. And I, I'm right, like, he's he wouldn't make my, if I was doing a, a all-SEC team, first and second team, he wouldn't be on either one. Uh, but he'll he'll be gone. He, yeah. he knows what's going to happen. What would you guess that they paid Schwebway in NIL deals? 
to make it I worth would, coming back. I would bet it's probably, and I may be way off. I'm just totally guessing. Probably overall, like two million. Yeah, something like two that. Two or three is. So if you get two million dollars and stay in school, and are adored, mm-hmm. and you know, you, you know, people, it's hard to play at Kentucky. Because you're you're you can't even go eat dinner without people wanting your autograph. It's like being a Michael Jordan. He really is yeah. in Chicago. Um, but there is a, a real attraction to being in college. Now, if if the NBA guys tell you, eh, you might not get drafted, but we may take you in the second round. I don't see. I don't think he's a first round pick. No. As good as he is, he is a great college basketball player. Um, but but I guess you're right. I mean, you, you think about all the other guys that have been really good college players that end up not making the NBA, but they're still they're not no, but SEC you, Player of the no. Year or well, I guess Wilbekin was and yeah. couldn't sniff the NBA. Never, I don't know if he ever played it. Uh, no, at all. So it it is weird how some of that stuff happens. It is. Uh, I was just thinking about Adam Morrison, and uh, yeah. he he never Great really player. made it. Yeah. yeah. Um, but there, I mean, there are guys that just the game doesn't translate. It's a different. The I, I think you know this, and I think the NBA more than any of the other sports, it doesn't translate as well. Like in football, if you're a really good college football player, unless you're a quarterback, if you're a quarterback, it could be that they're counting on you to do certain things in the college game. That like Tebow, for example. But even Tebow got to start a bunch of games in the in the NFL. But in, I think in, in the NBA, just because you're good in college doesn't mean you're going to be anything in, in the pros. There's a lot of guys. They go running up and down the court, and I go, I don't think I can name one of those guys because yeah, I never yeah, saw them play. There's a lot of random guys from smaller schools. that Smaller schools, and there's obviously a lot of overseas guys, you know, that you – Yeah. Uh, it's kind of being almost dominated by some of the overseas players that have come over here and done really well. But – yeah, it's a different world, different game, especially when you look at a guy like Scotty Wilbekin, like you mentioned. Scotty Wilbekin, in four years, got Florida to a level that we didn't think was they were going to get back to. Sure. And he was the anchor, and he was the guy. That was Now, this was a team with no NBA players on it, right? And they, got, they won 30 straight games, mm-hmm. went undefeated in the league. Sometimes we have to stop and think about things like that. That they went 18 and 0 in the conference with no NBA players. Yeah. And that's a good example of uh you know how it That is crazy how it works. Works, yeah. Or how it doesn't work. Well, sure. <laughs> Back to the phones, Michelle joins us next. Hey Michelle. Hey, how y'all doing? Great. Good. Good. I just want to comment because you mentioned Scotty Wilbekin. And was saying, you know, not sure whatever he ever did. He actually has a great career going in international ball. He and my cousin, Greg Gant, you might remember he played high school oh, yeah. here. In- yeah, yeah, so, yeah, they're very good friends. And Greg got married over in Spain uh, in 2021. And Scotty was there at the wedding. And I had a chance to talk to him. And he was playing ball in Israel. And um, he's actually doing very well overseas. Awesome. So yeah. he has a great – yeah, he's got a great basketball career. Uh, Greg actually has, is playing well as – well, he's playing in Spain. 
Um, but both of them are doing very well over over in overseas ball. You know, I, I would say that uh, of that starting five, obviously Patrick had a great career over overseas. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I think Willie Getz may still be playing overseas. Uh, I don't know where Michael Frazier, I, he probably is overseas. I know he's not anywhere around here. And then uh, right. Casey Prather, I don't know where he is now. Um, but that was the starting five for that team. And, again, none of them really yep. did did anything in the NBA. But Nothing in the NBA, but yep. he did. He, he does have a no, good I, career over there. He's doing and I love very Scotty. Well. I just to give you, yeah, you just mentioned about wasn't sure, and I was like, oh, I just I, – I mean, I talked to him. I went to school <laughs> with his dad. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I saw yeah. him over there, and I was just like, oh, my goodness. But, yeah, he's doing very well overseas. Well, that's awesome. Well, good. Thanks for the update, Michelle. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Michelle. Appreciate you. One one of my favorite players at Florida, Scotty. I love Scotty. He had some problems, but he got over them. Yeah, and and I think everybody, because Nick Calathis was like that too. He was doing well over the seas, but you know always wanted to get back to the NBA. That's what you know. He they, did get back for a he while. Did. Yeah, that's what they all dream of trying to do. But I think a, a lot of them can have really nice careers and make some decent money over there. You came there. back with no hair. I don't know how You're obviously away from family and different things, but you get to see the world. Like, I mean, Jessica Thomas, Eric's little sister, yeah, was, was great at the University of Miami and has done really good in, in overseas and gets the opportunity to travel and you sit there and you talk to her and all the great countries and places they get to go. It's a, it's a different deal. You knew Chandler really well. I did. But did you... We, did you have a good relationship with Nick Clayton? Not as much. Um, I, I've told this story before, but there's only been two guys in my life that Billy Donovan called me to tell me that they would gotten a commitment from, which was illegal, by the way. But it's too late now. Yeah. Uh, one of them was Torian Green, believe it or not. He called me up and he said, you need to call Sidney Green, man. We just got Torian. You know, he knew it was a big deal. Yeah. Torian, of course... Uh, point guard for two national championship teams. Mm-hmm. Pretty good. Pretty good on your resume. And now, coaching here, and then the other was Nick Calathis. I was on a golf course in uh, Jacksonville. Hey, I didn't know who Nick Calathis was. He, I couldn't even if if I was trying to write his name down, I would have gone C Y. That's he. He was a big was, deal. And I remember his freshman year at Florida, like twenty three games into the season, there was an argument at least a discussion, and it was held by uh, people that knew a lot about basketball. He might be the greatest skater player ever. That's how good he was playing. And then it just started going south, but I think it was because the competition got better. Billy soft softened up that schedule that year because all his guys were gone. Mm-hmm. And um, he um, – yeah, so he – he made it really soft, and I think they were twenty. I want to say they were twenty-one and three, and didn't make the tournament because then they started playing good teams and they weren't very Couldn't good. Sustain it. All right, we need a break. We'll do that. Come back with more. You're listening to the tailgate powered by Gatorland Toyota. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now. On ESPN 98.1 FM, 8:50 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Brandon Benitez. This upcoming slate in Gator Sports starts tonight, with the Gators' number two ranked gymnastics team going up against the University of Arkansas. With a win over the Razorbacks, they would stay undefeated and extend their win streak at home. 
On Saturday afternoon, number 15 ranked Gators men's tennis battles number 7 USC, where they look to extend their win streak to 4. Tomorrow night, Gators men's basketball team faces off against Kentucky. The Gators look to extend their winning streak after a great win against number 2 ranked Tennessee. Catch the coverage right here at 8 tomorrow. Staying in basketball, the Gators women's team plays against Mississippi this Sunday after coming off victory against Texas A&M at the Odom last night. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Brandon Benitez. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8:50 AM, WRUF. Every morning I get up, start the trek into town for a busy day ahead, and every morning, I kid you not, I pass an ugly green van or truck along the way, heading to work as well. But the best part of that site is I know someone is about to be wowed with the craftsmanship and work ethic from days gone by with the technology of today, because that vehicle has vintage electric written across the side. And that quality is evident all over North Central Florida. And with more than two dozen licensed journeyman technicians, you can be assured that a call to Vintage Electric is a call you won't forget. Now, I'm sure there's tons of you out there with honeydews up the wazoo. And if any of those have to do with electricity, call Vintage Electric today. No job's too small. They do it all. From service upgrades to rewiring, appliance and AC circuits, and how about an entire smart home installation? That way, you can just ask Alexa to turn on the tailgate. So have them put their tailgate down, grab their tools, and sit back and know your electric job is going to be done right. Call up Vintage Electric today at 371-8021 or visit them online at vintageelectric.net. Hey y'all, it's Kyle from Leonardo's Millhopper. As we roll into holiday season, it's time to get the family together and enjoy the best pizza in Gainesville. You all know we make delicious pies and heavenly garlic knots, but we sell memories. So come down to our iconic location on 23rd Avenue to relive old ones and make some new ones. Relax with a few pints from our local breweries, beat the high scores on Galaga or Miss Pac-Man, pick up a gift card or t-shirt for that perfect stocking stuffer. See you soon. When the moon hits your eye like a big... Oh, I'm still recording. Oh, as much as we try to understand the minds of our better halves, it's just not going to happen. We think we did the right thing, got them that perfect Christmas gift, but guys, we messed up yet again. So it's time to make things right and get her something from Oaks Jewelry this Valentine's Day and totally redeem ourselves. From diamond studs to gemstone jewelry and gator gear that will get her ready for the spring, she'll be ready to forgive you. We showing off her new present to everybody she sees. For more than 30 years, Oaks Jewelry has been making people all over town sparkle with a great selection of quality fine jewelry, the best possible prices. Check it out for yourself and get help by one of their incredible staff members inside the store or shop online at oaksjewelry.com. I'm telling you, it's worth it. Since 1971, Meldon Law has been dedicated to giving back to our community. Its Veterans Making a Difference program honors over 20,000 veterans in North Central Florida. We're here for our veterans, our community, and we'll be there when you need someone on your side after a serious accident. Meldon Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators. Now, with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Lake City, MeldonLaw.com. Poof, there it is with Steve Russell and ESPN's Mark Wise. Monday mornings at 11, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. This is Florida Gator Head football coach Billy Napier, and you're listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardoza and Pat Dewey, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app.
All right, we back. About uh, a little over 30 minutes to go. I'm going to bail on Pat after this segment. So, uh, see ya. Don't wouldn't want to be ya. Always doing stuff. Porter, what's up? You You're next. Have something going on. There's there's no doubt about that. There you go. Um, a bunch of things I wanted to touch on from people mentioned. Uh, Scotty Wilbekin and Nilsen. I don't know how I knew that. Maybe Pat, Patrick Young said it on an interview or something. But like, is, where is it popped in my head? I don't know why, but uh, that was kind of good. Um, and uh, another, uh, just, even where Justin Hamilton is, I always thought he would end up being a coach somewhere. Um, any idea? No, no idea. I don't. Okay. He's not. I don't think he stayed in touch with the program. Uh, okay. But I'll, I'll see if I can find out. Yeah, and I did look okay. up um, Wilbekin d- during the break just to see. It's, uh, Turkey is where he is right now. Okay. Uh, yeah, I don't know. As soon as the name came up, it popped my head Israel. I don't know why I knew that. Maybe Patrick Young said an interview or something. It's just kind of, uh, anyway, um, you, you uh, mentioned that question the other day about the, the last Alabama quarterback, and Stabler came to my mind. I didn't know if there was anybody sooner. And the reason uh, I had the, uh, the fortune of hearing him, he was a guest at the Fight and Get a Touchdown Club, and a uh, you know, very funny guy. And uh, he, he tells a couple of stories, but um, I don't know if you all remember the movie The Junction Boys about uh, Bear Bryant and and he was saying that was like, that that was basically true that kind of, that kind of thing, and um, I don't remember the the, the gist. I was you know, Stabler was a you know young guy, cocky coming in and all this stuff, and apparently um, he got a, a note about Bear Bryant, and they got a note that uh, you're about to leave the team or something 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 to that effect. And then he uh, uh, there's a phone call for him. He goes and picks up the phone, and it's John Hamer, and he says he means it. <laughs> that was all he says. He means it, but. Um, <laughs> Anyhow, you ever heard about going to the potluck? And I was like, "Wait a minute, uh, would that be the uh, meet the meet the team for the for the dugout club uh, potluck dinner?" No, it was. Uh, it happened to be the same night as the uh, the Gator dugout club one, so I I went with family, even though Gator baseball's family. It was uh, Buholtz that night as well, meeting the team oh, okay. for uh, for the high school team. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, I just I brought back memories. I remember the first one that I ever went to was uh, it was meet the coaches actually. Uh, we didn't yeah. meet the team yet. It was at the Holiday Inn Oak Tree Restaurant, and I was like, all right, I went there, but it was in the banquet room, and there was no food. It was literally bread and water. <laughs> but um, <laughs> McMahon was. I remember Coach McMahon speaking, and he was talking about the class coming in, and he talked specifically. He said, you got to see these two catchers coming in. He was one of them's best catcher I've ever seen, and I don't mean just as a recruit. I mean now. And he said and the other one can flat knock the knock the cover off the ball. And then a little later, somebody got a follow-up question. He said, well, I, I guess you, one of them's the, the best guy behind the plate, and the other guy, and all of a sudden, Dunn will probably be the best guy at the plate. And, of course, he was talking about Duralman and uh, and uh, Matt Laporta. Yep. But um, I remember the, we went in 2009. It was over at the, the Women's Center, and they have two players at the at each table with, with I think, anywhere from four to six guys. Yeah, and they still do that now, yep. We were with Teddy Foster and Daniel Piggott, and he was a freshman coming in. And apparently Tyler Thompson, who was a freshman also, um, was skipping the dinner to go somewhere, go out of town. And Daniel Piggott was supposed to go with him. And I, I forget somebody else, maybe Preston Tyson, somebody else was supposed to go. And Jonathan said, man, you can't miss this dinner. It'll be the best for you. And Jonathan wouldn't let him go. So anyway, that's why, how Daniel was like. And he was, he was, he was, I remember him telling Tyler somebody, Thompson was going that, to hit me with a double next. play, I think. Yeah, that's what he was going to do, yeah. <laughs> But anyway, uh, it, was, it, was, it was great. And I, I see you locked as a senior that year. I was talking to him. He said, I'm never missing one of these. This is the best food all year. So anyway, uh, go Gators. Be safe. All right, Porter. Appreciate you. Yeah. I, I love Pat McMahon. I, we went to college together at, at St. John's. Yeah. But every once in a while, he would say something, and I would just go, what? 
And one thing he said was, look, I'm telling you guys this. At some point in this season in a big game, I'm going to have Matt Laporta lay down a squeeze bunt. And I'm like, why? Why would you do that? Just for fun? Yeah, but he, he, he was ready for it. He, he said, yeah. it's going bl- to blow everybody's mind, but it's going to happen. He never did, though. <laughs> Instead, he let him hit the ball on Kevin Stallings' roof. Which was smart. Yeah. Very smart. Cattleman, what's up? You haven't had a dude slide down that dinosaur and kiss Wilma. It's pre-Super Bowl weekend, guys. Uh, thank God we're SEC fans. We've got great sports to watch tomorrow. Yeah, I, it's, you're absolutely right about that. But, again, it, it kind of pains me to think about how next weekend it's the last football game we'll yeah. see for a long time. Yeah, and if we weren't SEC I ain't fans, watching the watching, XFL on the U. Yeah, but I was going to say. Alleged USFL. Or we'd we'll be watching flag football in Hawaii or somewhere, right, yeah, with the Mannings. Doesn't yeah, that's, that's, does look, I, I don't want to watch anybody play flag football. Well, maybe there are some people I wouldn't mind watching it. And they're, I know they're, they're, the, the, the people that Jeff is big fans of, you know, like Kate Upton, Salma Hayek, mm-hmm. people like that. I'll watch them play flag football. Hey, Pat, um, you've been on the SEC circuit all these years. i got a question about Lexington for you for your travels over the years and one thing on Bama football of all things. Pat, um, where is it that uh, most of these schools stay when they go to Lexington? Isn't there like a pretty sweet uh, hide up there in like North Lexington, like with a bunch of land or something? There is an unbelievable hotel. It's a Marriott. It's called Griffin Gate, and that's where they stay a lot. They're not staying there for this game. I know that. Um, but, it's, uh, it's legit. We stay there for baseball as well. It's... They used to have this place called uh, – what was it called? It was the um, – it was a big, like – plantation style house and they would have dinners there and the, the media yeah, next would, door. would go there and yeah that's where Friday that's where night. you stay for football but then baseball also there's um you know nice places where you i think for for baseball trips because it's it's more days three yeah. or four days you try to stay around shopping areas movie theaters stuff where the guys can walk to do different things griffin gates got a really nice golf course which we played a lot too yeah yeah, I think Griffin Gate was what I was thinking about. I've seen pictures, but it looks like a really fabulous place. It's really place. nice, yeah. I, I, Lexington's up there in my top three or four in, in terms of SEC cities. Yeah, yeah. not this time of year. Weather sucks. You know, you got to deal with winter and all that. But, uh, Pat, I've asked you this before. I, you know, I go to Keeneland and all that. i got a sister that lives up there. But have you had a chance to get out to, like, say, Woodford Reserve or see some of those big horse yeah. farms west of town? We used to – actually, when we would go there, when we got – when Urban Meyer kicked us out of the media hotels, we would stay for a long time at the Spring Hill right there at, what's it called, Red something. It, Red it was, Mile. Yeah, Red Mile. And it's uh, the track. You literally would look out your back window, and there there was the track. And you would see horses training and everything. And it was it was the coolest. We would go out there and just sit on the back porch with a cooler and, and watch horses go oh, by. Yeah. It was, it was, I love Lexington. It's a great, great city. Yeah. Yeah, one of the best days. They have a lot of weddings there at Red Mile, Pat. I toured uh, Wild Turkey, Woodford, and Four Roses in the same day, and I had a driver. It was one of the best days of my life. And you talk about beautiful countryside for people who have never seen it. Yes. Hey, Scott and, Carter and, and I got into one of those, uh, one of the, what do you call that, when you have five samples? Um, uh, uh, tasting or whatever. Yeah, but it was there's a name for it. I can't think of what the name for it is. Anyway, we got into Why? one of those one day. And it, yeah, it's a yeah. flight. Flight, hey, a flight, uh, yeah. Speaking, yeah, okay. Uh, two things real quick here, guys. As for the game itself, um, you know, Florida, I guess, is on the bubble at this point. I haven't seen latest uh, Lunardi or uh, Palm, but Kentucky, I, last time I looked at them, they were in the last four in. So 
pretty big game. Uh, speaking of fighting and clawing, looks like it's a fight and claw on uh, Saturday night. Yeah, they got the Gators as the last uh, or the, the last four out right now. So you're yeah, right they're there. They're not in right now, and, and Kentucky's barely in. But um, you know. You should be talking about that big Tennessee-Auburn game this week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, a regular season, Rick, and the return of BP, but this is a Florida show. But, yeah, that's the big deal up here, Pat. But I want to use the rest of my call real quickly, guys, on Alabama football. Is it official with uh, Rees now? I don't think it's official, but it's it's being reported. And, and uh, the D.C.'s wide open. It sounds like they'd like to maybe bring Pruitt back, but they have other options. Yeah, and Todd Grantham has already moved on to New Orleans to be with the Saints. So he, I think all the Alabama fans went, whew. Hey, guys, on a show I listened to, I listened to a pretty good in-the-know Bama guy. I think he's tied into Saban. And um, Saban's, what, 70 years old now? He is. Um, What's wrong making, with that? What, north of, he's, uh, I'll get ready to tell you. He's making north of $10 million a year, right? Yeah. Okay, program management. Um, Georgia, you got to give them a lot of credit for never really letting it bottom out. Um, the worry, I, I heard a Bama analyst guys saying they were really panicking before this race still came down. Um, in NIL, and I think Georgia's definitely whizzed by them in the left lane. Um, if I'm a Bama president or big you know, the AD down over there, I'm thinking, I mean, I'm sure he's probably, you probably have to pay that guy $100 million to go away, but I'd, I'd have the coconuts. I might be considering if they go, say, 8-4 and four next year, I'd fire that sucker. You are an idiot. Uh, well, no, no, here's why, no. Pat. Here's why, why would Pat. you fire a guy? I saw, I, saw, I saw it at Tennessee, Pat. Tennessee let Fulmer hang around three years too long. It took them 15 years to recover from it. If you let your program bottom out, it could take a long, long time to get it back. He was two plays away for, from – being in the national championship this year. No, no, you didn't hear what I said. I said if I see signs of slippage, like let's say he throws up an eight and four now. But I haven't seen signs pop, of slippage. I know, but I, that was my that was my point. If if I if, if he throws up an eight and four next year, I'd pop him because all he's going to be doing is cashing that big check while your program goes down the toilet. Well, you hope that they pop him. No, 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 no. Hey, do you not agree with me, Pat? We no. usually think a lot. You gotta have program management. That's one of the reasons Georgia is in the shape it's in, in my opinion, right now. Is is they didn't let Rick bottom it out. You can't let your program bottom out because when you lose momentum, it's nearly impossible to get it back. I wonder if if South Carolina is not going after Kirby Smart, whether they hire Kirby Smart. That's the biggest okay. reason they well, fired Mark Rick. Okay, Bill Belichick. You know, I know NFL and college totally different deal, but since Brady left, how many years has he been gone now? Three, four years. Two, three? Uh, three, yeah. Okay. What have the Patriots been the last three years? Uh, they've been good, but not good enough. And, and, and isn't Belichick the, the smartest guy on earth when it comes to football? He's very good. I mean, the guy's, the guy's 70 years old, for crying out loud. At some point, you know, when you, when you get on the other side of 70, you need to be over at the Villages or Shady Acres anyway or Crescent Beach. You sure as hell don't, if you don't need to run in a great program. I'm just telling you, if I'm so the you're telling me I've got two out. years left doing this radio show, and then I'm done. Do you, do you, who cares more about Alabama football, Pat? Alabama fans or Nick Saban? Uh, well, Nick Saban cares about Alabama football. Uh, no, Nick, those, Nick Saban cares about Nick Saban. Yeah, but he cares about he cares about winning, and he cares about having the number one class this yeah. year, and 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 they continues to. Do a great job of recruiting, and I no, I look. I if he doesn't want to coach at Alabama anymore, there's hey, a hey, lot, a lot of places where you I'll can go. I'll leave this, guys. 
Bobby Bowden. I'll just cite Bobby Bowden. He hung around cashing that check probably for, what, five, six years? And what did it do to Florida State? They struggled. Y'all hang in there. Have a big weekend. I, I, yeah. Well, let me know when Nick Saban starts struggling. Yeah, what do you want, a preemptive strike on Nick Saban? Yeah, well, let's go ahead and get rid of him because we were two plays away from being undefeated last year. Last play of the game. They lost in the last play of the game on a two-point conversion and a field goal after they screwed things up on that, but that, that wasn't Saban's fault. Saban, and I, I don't believe in Saban being a program manager either. I believe in him being a really good coach and really knows what he's doing. And still, you know, the thing that a lot of people have to understand too about some of these coaches that are still around. Now, I know with Bobby Bowden, he probably stayed too long. When you see that slippage, and they could have cut the ties earlier, but he was a god to them over there in Tallahassee. And I don't blame him. There's a reason the field's named after him. It's It would be like Florida going, well, Steve, you know, we didn't win the national title this year. And we were we did lose uh, two games, you know, one by, what, four points? Or no, one by two points and one by, I think, three. I'm trying to remember. Uh, so w- w- if you go eight and four, we're popping you. Nah. And I don't think age has anything to do with it. I think 70 is a new 40. That's what I'm trying to tell myself as I get closer to 70. What I do know is we have to take a break. When we come back, we'll talk more about a lot of different things, including what we talked about earlier with the, uh, SEC and ESPN and Fox not being able to work out a deal to get Oklahoma and Texas in. What does that mean for Florida? It does mean something. We'll talk about that and more when we come back on the tailgate, ESPN 98.1 FM and 850 AM. WRU Up. The flagship of the Florida Gators, ESPN 98.1 FM and 850 AM. WRUF. Yes, it's hot out. An obvious observation that everybody knows about, and the last thing you need is your AC unit deciding to shut down on you. Well, if it unfortunately does, I've got an obvious choice to call. That is Crystal Air and Water, and they're going to be there to take care of you, 100% service satisfaction guaranteed. Whether you're in Alachua, Archer, Gainesville, Hawthorne, High Springs, Melrose, Micanopy, Newberry, Stark, Williston, or anywhere in between, Crystal Air is a phone call away. They service and install all the top national brands and their license Licensed technicians will help you feel comfortable from start to finish. So make the call, 333-0460, Crystal Air and Water. They aren't comfortable until you are. License number CMC, 1249384. Summertime means fun time. It's a chance to get out and enjoy all the great things here in North Central Florida and beyond. Getting outside and getting after it again can be awesome, but turn into all full pretty quickly if you don't stretch or if you're just old like Pat Dooley. So if you have a mishap with some aches and pains and need any type of chiropractic treatment, there is nobody better in town than Dr. Paul Gardner. At Gardner Chiropractic and Injury, they have affordable, no-stress care. From sports injuries to chronic pain and headaches that won't go away, they've got many therapies that will get you better. They can even order MRIs, ultrasounds, CAT scans, x-rays, and blood work to get you all diagnosed the right way. Gardner Chiropractic and Injury Center has been making the people of Gainesville feel better for a really long time. Located right next to Gainesville Health and Fitness on University Avenue, finding them is as easy as getting better. So give them a call today at 727-4438. 
As you look online at all the Facebook pages, the TikToks, and the tweets, there are resolutions everywhere. Heck, even Dooley is resolving to lift some weights and not to suck at golf so badly this year, so I told him the one-stop shop to fix up both is Play It Again Sports. If you have things you want to get better at for 2022, check out their bikes, their exercise equipment, their gloves and bats, and even their slew of Frisbees for a little Frisbee golf. They are the place for just about anything. And if you have anything just laying around don't use anymore, well, bring it in for some cold hard cash or trade it up for something snazzy play it again is the perfect place to find whatever you are looking for and it's located right on university and 34th street so it's easy to find and i'm there all the time so i just might see you at play it again sports from the uf weather center here is your wruf weather update Skies clearing this evening. Tonight, temperatures tumbling. Lows in the low 40s, but with a wind chill, it'll feel like the mid-30s tomorrow morning. Tomorrow afternoon, plenty of sunshine, staying blustery. Highs in the low to mid-60s. A little bit milder overnight tomorrow into Sunday morning. Lows in the upper 40s and lower 50s. Cloudy with a chance for a few passing showers on Sunday. Highs in the low 70s. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Megan Borowski. And now, Dan Patrick Show. Dan Patrick. The story is the Jets are hiring Daniel Hackett, and he's the former head coach of the Broncos, and he was the quarterback's coach in Green Bay. So now it's, well, we hired him, we're getting Aaron Rodgers. I don't know if it works that way, but can you get Rodgers to agree to two years? And if you can, I would make a trade. The Dan Patrick Show. Dan and the Danettes, and you. Weekday mornings at 9, right here on WRUF. We're proud to be your home for Gator women's basketball. You're listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. The tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. All right, we're back. Jeff has taken off. He has something he has to do tonight, and um, certainly hope he enjoys it. And uh, we will go ahead and take continue taking your phone calls. At some point, I want to get to my high five that has been published up on WRUF a little bit earlier today about the five things Florida has to do to get into the tournament. There you go. So we can talk about that. Also, I want to talk about how the in the – I guess it was Duke FSU women's game last night. I didn't watch it, but uh, the story broke. I, I saw it for the first time this morning that they accidentally used a men's ball, and a lot of people are not aware that the women's ball, basketball is a lot smaller. I mean, it's not a lot smaller. It's like an inch smaller, but it is different. And I remember being at Gainesville Health and Fitness one day, and there was there was a women's ball out there, and Somebody threw me the ball, and I went, holy cow, this ball's tiny. It felt minuscule in my massive, girly hands. But um, it is it does make a difference. I, in fact, when I was sports editor of the uh, Gainesville Sun, they wanted us to do a story on why the women were shooting free throws better than the men. I go, well, the ball's smaller. What do you, no, it's not. And I go, well, it is. It's a smaller ball. It's smaller for a reason. We know why it's smaller because – they're smaller. I mean, you don't see a lot of teams with it with seven footers out there, uh, and so they don't have the the hand size and everything. But uh, it is does make a difference, and uh, so 
I don't I whether it had anything significance in anything I don't know I uh, it's just kind of a funny story more than that uh, let's go ahead and get to the phone though and see what Bill has going for us what's going on Bill hey greetings Pat uh, hey. yeah smaller smaller and uh, and a lot lighter as well yeah it's lighter that's true yeah it, it does feel I mean I don't know if you've ever felt them both side by side it the, it the difference feels bigger than it is. Oh yeah, absolutely. We go pick up, you know, we go play pickup ball and, uh, you know, uh, with a bunch of guys. And yeah. it was at a high school. You had you had a bunch of the girls' balls. You had a bunch of the guys' balls. And you think you're picking up on the guys. You pick up on the girls. And yes, yeah, it's considered. It takes a little bit of getting used to if, if that's what you're going to be playing with for the game. Yeah. But um, hey, what I was gonna, uh, calling about, I didn't. Maybe I didn't get uh, everything that the fell a couple calls ago from Tennessee was talking about about 70 years old and, and uh, Saban maybe being, you know, getting ready to go out to pasture. But I can remember, just like it was yesterday, me and buddies talking about uh, Bobby Bowden when he was about 67, 68 years old and thinking, how is he going to continue to dominate us when our coaches can go out and say, look, Bobby Bowden's, you know, by the time you graduate, he's going to be 71 72 years old you know are you sure that you know you want to be it, that was the that was a it was totally used yeah, against him you're right it, 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 totally it, used it, against it, him it did, but but it didn't work out though it didn't work out for us he continued to dominate us in recruiting and he and he coached and did very very well i don't have the numbers in front of me but i can take until he was way past his mid-70s he won a bunch of football games he did, but it, it started to fall off a little bit, and then and then and I I do get what uh, Tennessee Mike was saying. I don't agree with it, but I understand that when you see what happened with Fulmer, what happened with Bowden, where uh, things started to fall off, and when they started to fall off, it it went rapidly uh, downhill. And I know that coaches oh, yeah. uh, used to recruit against him uh, that way, and they would tell yeah, everybody was, he's going to well, be gone, and and and. Look, his last yeah. four or five recruiting classes were not exactly stellar. Well, but there is a huge difference, Pat, between 70 and being 80. I mean, <laughs> there's a big difference, you know, there. You know, I you know, uh, I thought that's when we were – when Bobby was about around the age of 70, which is many years ago, I thought that – I as well thought that age was – but there's a lot of coaches that, Pat, that are coaching well into the 70s and doing, and, and doing well, and – you know, who knows? Who knows what happens at Alabama? I think Saban's um, built a little I, differently, too, than most people, you know. Um, I think yeah. that for him it's not um, – I mean, I don't think he would ever want want to leave. Um, I'm just looking at Bowden's record. Here are his last – yeah, it got a little ugly right around the time Ron Zook started out recruiting him. Uh, but his last yeah. uh, 10 years – are he went eleven and two in two thousand eight and four nine and five ten and three nine and three eight and five seven and six seven and six nine and four seven and six so he definitely fell off uh, but don't forget they also won um, their division in two thousand five and two and three so yeah. he was still winning games well, it, he just wasn't winning at the level that the fans were used to. Well, and he wasn't, like you said earlier, he was a figurehead his last few years. Now, how old was he when he got out, Pat? He was, wasn't he, uh, he was in his 80s when he got out. 
as, as I can remember. But he, he was a figurehead. You know, when he lost Mickey Andrews, that's when things, as I remember, that's when things started to slide a little bit. Yeah, I think he was 80 um, you know, when he when he left. I think he, he had just turned yeah. 80, as I recall. Because, oh, well, I'm looking it up here. He was born in 29, yeah, so. Um, and he died at 91, so that would have been 2021. So, yeah, he would have, his last year would have been, he would have been at 79 or 80 yeah. in uh, 2009. Yeah. It's kind of funny because, not funny, but it's 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 interesting that um, that Urban drove him out, and then yeah, and then Jimbo drove Urban out. <laughs> Jimbo drove drove who out? Drove Urban out because after that game is when oh. when Urban said oh. the program's broken, you know they got beat I, over I in Tel- Nick, I I thought Nick drove it's a little nick but i I, I, there was a little bit of jimbo too when they lost that game and they got manhandled in tallahassee in 2010 that was you know i think that had a little bit i mean again i'm projecting that i'm not saying it's definitely it's definitely true but i yeah i always felt like the combination of because don't forget he had only lost to saban that one you know the the one time championship game yeah and then they lost well but that was that was that was saban that was Saban's second year. He saw the writing on the wall that he, that was my opinion at the time that he was not he did not have he was not fit to play against Saban every year. Now he did beat him one time later at Ohio State, but when he got out, I thought he basically said, "Uncle, that's that's just that's just how it how it seemed to me." Yeah, and I but I think there was a combination of things. I think the fact that Saban was about to do do some special things and again don't forget the the year that he quit he had just lost the first time he had just lost to Saban uh but the year he quit for good he had just lost to Jimbo yeah right right well it's interesting you bring this up you know you look at the the great coaches and they did put others out to pasture and i remember one coach in particular that a spurrier put out to pasture um, was um, uh, Pat? Uh, oh goodness, I just Pat Die blanked. Pat Pat Die, Pat yeah. Die. You know, Die was just absolutely dominating the SEC with defense, and then Spurrier comes in his first year and puts up forty on him, and that was that was it. That was pretty much it for him. He dominated the conference for years. Well, he was yeah, he was a very good coach, but yeah, that happens. Guys understand it, but the, that's the thing that I why I can't entertain any Saban talk because Saban, I, I think Alabama might have been the second best team in the country last year. So it's not like he's fallen. Oh, uh, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. And he, if you look at the way he recruited this past year, I mean, I don't. Yeah, if, number one, you look number at one class. He, yeah, if you look at the way he is recruited. And if you look at the way LSU won a national championship, do you have to have the best game day coach in America to win a national championship? I don't think you can so have a bad had- game day coach. I think the only exception to that would have been Barry Switzer with Dallas, where he yeah, wasn't a great yeah. – he he inherited all that, and they just coached themselves. Um, but, no, I, I think you've got to have a, a coach who knows what he's doing and has a plan and has a – has good assistance. It's a big factor. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Has, has others that have a plan, you know, and that's 
I mean, you look at Coach O, I don't know how you come away with thinking this guy, if you look at coaches that have won national championships over the 20 years, and he, you know, he's in there with, with the best of them. I love the guy. Don't get me wrong. But I don't know that he belongs in the same, you know, sentence as uh, – yeah, yeah, that uh, was that was definitely or, lightning or in a bottle. Yeah. yeah, where, yeah, I mean, he he found a way because of Joe Burrow, but he had also recruited really well. He's a good look. There's no doubt. In fact, the, the there's a great book uh, written by Bruce Feldman called Meat Market, when it, and he was able to be um, in totally embedded with uh, Ogeron when he was at Ole Miss. And this, the book is fascinating just to read about how they went about the recruiting. He was really good at that. Uh, but yeah. X's and O's, no, I wouldn't line him up there. Yeah, exactly. But he's still got that ring. He does. He's well, got one more ring than I do. It. Well, I got one ring. I got a wedding ring. <laughs> I enjoy that one. That's more. Yeah, and yeah, that's one thing you got that he doesn't have right that's now. That's right. I don't, I don't think he has one anymore, although he might have married that girl. <laughs> He might have. Okay, enjoyed it. All right, Bill. Thanks for the call. We appreciate it. Um, all right, we will take. We got to take our last break right now. We'll come back. I'll wrap it up here on the tailgate, and I'll tell you what I wrote about today. I wrote about two things. One of them is not up yet, so I can't talk about it for Gators Wire, and I think you'll find that one really interesting. And I bet you we talk about it next week. Uh, but this is the five things Florida needs to do to get into the NCAA tournament. We'll talk about that. It's up on WRUF.com if you want to go read it. Um, I write a uh, high five for them every Friday and, of course, the back nine every Monday. Here, just shameless plugs coming at you left and right. Right now, we'll take a break. We'll come back, wrap it up here on the tailgate. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now. On ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Brandon Benitez. This upcoming slate in Gator Sports starts tonight, with the Gators' number two-ranked gymnastics team going up against the University of Arkansas. With a win over the Razorbacks, they would stay undefeated and extend their win streak at home. On Saturday afternoon, number 15-ranked Gators men's tennis battles number seven USC, where they look to extend their win streak to four. Tomorrow night, Gators men's basketball team faces off against Kentucky. The Gators look to extend their winning streak after a great win against number two ranked Tennessee. Catch the coverage right here at 8 tomorrow. Staying in basketball, the Gators women's team plays against Mississippi this Sunday after coming off victory against Texas A&M at the Odom last night. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Brandon Benitez. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM WRUF. You spoke, we listened. You wanted the easiest car buying experience ever. At Gatorland Toyota, we give you the easiest car buying experience ever. With Express Shopping, you can shop and buy your vehicle entirely from home. We'll even deliver your car to you. Want a customized Toyota? With our pre-order program, you can get the exact Toyota you want. And if you have a vehicle you'd like to trade or sell, we'll buy it whether you buy from us or not. Come experience how Gettles got it at Gatorland Toyota today. Visit GatorlandToyota.com for the easiest car buying experience ever. Life is short, and if we spend our time suffering with pain and it takes away our joy, that's not a very good way to live. He's right. It's hard to be happy when you're in constant pain. 
QC Kinetics patient Chad admits the chronic pain in his knee really robbed his quality of life. When I was going to the traditional doctor and getting the pain pills, my smile wasn't as big as it usually is. Going to my high school reunion on crutches, it was awful. But then Chad visited QC Kinetics. He experienced the real power behind natural regenerative treatments. Using healing properties from his own body, QC Kinetics was able to restore and repair damaged tissue, finally giving Chad lasting relief with no drugs, no surgery, and no downtime. And I'm feeling on top of the world because of QC Kinetics. Learn how advanced regenerative medicine can help your body heal itself at QC Kinetics. Call now for your free consultation. Call QC Kinetics 352-400-4550. That's 352-400-4550. In Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages. 352-400-4550. Here's a Valentine's reminder from International Diamond Center. It's not just the thought that counts, it's the effort, too. So let IDC turn your Valentine's Day gift into a grand romantic gesture with our ultimate Valentine's Day package. Right now, when you spend $99 or more on jewelry at IDC, we'll give you some gorgeous long-stem roses, a box of delicious chocolates, and a gift card towards dinner at Spurrier's Gridiron Grill. It's just one stop at IDC, and you create a total romantic experience. You simply choose which ring pair of earrings or bracelet or sparkling pendant best matches your special someone and we take care of the rest and as always we guarantee the best value price with no commission salespeople. the ultimate valentine's day package jewelry flowers dinner and candy from idc and it's yours just for spending 99 or more on some nice jewelry she'll love sure does make it look like she's worth the extra effort and that's the thought that really counts hurry in now because packages are limited international diamond center at celebration point directions and more at shopidc.com Coming in March, the NCAA Tournament and the Final Four. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. This is the voice of the Gators, Sean Kelly, and you're listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley. Right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF the home of the Florida Gators. All right, we are back here just about three minutes left in the show, uh, so we won't take any more phone calls, uh, but we do appreciate the people that have called in today. Again, Jeff left a little early today, but we will be back in here. Well, I will be back in here Monday. Jeff is actually gone somewhere. He, I think he's going to see Carrie Underwood Monday. You like that idea? Yeah. Nah. Not my cup of tea, but it doesn't mean she's not great, okay? Um, so anyway, I wrote this thing, and, and this is what I, I'm saying that Florida needs to do over the next – the rest of the season. And, and believe me, the, the chunk of the season – So and, and the reason I wrote this is because I think there's almost this, all right, we beat Tennessee. We're in. No, far from it. You're 41 in RPI. you got a ways to go to get in. You've got to win some games. And here's what I think they need to do. They do these things, they'll be in. They'll have 20 wins and they'll be in. Split the next two. Somehow they got to find a way either to win in Lexington or win in Tuscaloosa. It's possible. We know that. But it's going to be hard. But they got to at least. Then if you go 2-2 two and two in this gauntlet of four games, you've done pretty well. And that's going to get a lot of people's attention. Number two. Sweep the two games after that. The two games after that are against Vanderbilt and Ole Miss. Vanderbilt's good enough to beat you. I'm not sure Ole Miss is, but you never know. Um, 
But those two teams are combined four and fourteen in the SEC right now. So you, that's where you got to get a sweep. Then you got to go win in Fayetteville, and I know that's hard. But th- you know they they've been up and down all year. They've had these injuries. You know, get another road big win like that. Then number four, win two of the next three at Vandy, at Georgia, home against LSU. Those are not great teams. They're capable of beating you. I know Georgia is, especially, although they seem to be really going in the tank right now. I wonder if there's a little quit in that team. I don't know why they would. Mike White's not that kind of guy. But uh, and Vanderbilt certainly, they they pulled some upsets and they. But these are games you got to do. You got to win two of those three. You could you could slip up once, but if you slip up twice, then you're not going to be in good shape. And then finally, win a game, at least a game in the tournament in the SEC tournament. A lot depends on who you play. A lot depends on where you you know where you play in terms of whether you have to play the uh, first not the first day but the second day, or whether you get right into the uh, what would be the quarterfinals. Um, but if you do that, that gets you to twenty wins, and you'll have enough quality wins because you would then have a win over Tennessee, let's say a win over Kentucky, a win over Arkansas on the road. Whenever I, mean, I said Kentucky or Alabama on the road. And you won't have a lot of bad losses in conference play, and you'll have some momentum buildup. I think that gets them in. That's that's. But again, that's going to be really hard. It's not going to be easy for them to do that to get to twenty wins. They're at thirteen right now. It's winning seven games down the stretch. Gonna be rough, but let's see if they can do it. Nineteen might get them in too. I know twenty-one will. Although it's not based on number of wins. It's based on who you beat, when you beat them, where you beat them. All right. That's going to do it for the show today. Uh, Looking forward to being back on Monday. I'll be going solo, and we'll have a lot to talk about. We'll talk all about the Pro Bowl on Monday. No, we won't. We'll talk about Florida basketball and a bunch of other stuff that's going on this weekend. Until then, I am Pat Dooley. I am deep. I am way back. Thanks, Meg. And I am out of here. WRUF Gainesville, E25 